incoming message. Synchronizing. What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions, right back at you. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful Thursday outside. <laughs> Just doing one of those Thursday episodes, Thursday special. This yeah. is episode 25. Yeah. We're really at a quarter cool. of 100 already. Yeah, which is pretty nuts. I feel like this is some kind of a, a, a milestone. Eh? Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. so you should all praise us for doing 25 whole episodes of a project <laughs> without quitting. It is pretty impressive. Yeah. So uh, in TV land on Sunday, there were the Emmys, which is an exciting time for for TV lovers. Yes. Not Emmy Rossum of Shameless fame. No, not of that. It's of the, uh, if you were confused, it was the actual awards ceremony. People were probably confused. So you're welcome. (laughs) So uh, I wanted to talk about an actor who won a cool award. That is a show that we both really, really like. And we've talked about it a couple of times. Yeah, one is, or two. Yeah, uh, which is Mr. Robot. Mm-hmm. So Rami Malek won the Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama, which was the first time that a non-white person, a non-white actor has won this award in 18 years. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking nuts. And also it's wild because his career started like yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now he won a fucking Emmy. Yeah, and he beat out some like fucking... Heavy serious, hitters. yeah, competitions. Yeah. Serious comp. Like uh, Kevin Kevin Spacey, whom I just found out has never won mm-hmm. an Emmy, which is really impressive to me. He's been nominated for House of Cards every year, yeah, but hasn't hasn't yet gotten it. Yeah, Ooh. and I mean it, he's he's gotten crushed by like Brian Cranston and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's not like yeah, he's not pleased. Yeah, and also he's Kevin fucking Spacey. It's not like he needs a goddamn Emmy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's but like, it's very cool that Rami got it, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it was really neat. His actual acceptance speech, like he even like. One, he gave like a throwback slash shout out kind of thing to like his character. Right, right, right. Uh, which was really cool. And he, he like addressed the audience kind of like he addresses the audience breaking the fourth wall in the show. Like mm-hmm. he does that a lot. I think it's actually the first scene of the show. Right. He does that. So it was, that was really neat. But then he, he also like talked about it and he, he talked about his character because his character is very fucking strange and like very conflicted and, and, uh, not an easy role to portray. Yeah, I can't uh, even imagine. Yeah. I have a hard time portraying myself and I'm barely <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and uh and so he addressed that and he and he, you know, he said that all of us have a little bit of Elliot in us mm-hmm. and I, and I really appreciate that and I really liked that and that was a really cool thing to say in in a fucking acceptance speech. I yeah. don't know. I really I really appreciated that. Yeah, it was really cool um and and I did like his little bit like his reference to his character mm-hmm. where he uh, he got up and he said like you guys are all seeing this too right um, <laughs> that's so cool yeah it was it was great I, I've liked him you know I, I watched the first episode before it premiered mm-hmm. of the first season because uh, they released it early like online uh, and I knew from the first episode I was like this kid's gonna get some kind of award for this show right right and I wasn't wrong yeah he just so happened to get like the biggest award he for absolutely. The show. It is incredible actor. Yeah, he's yeah. an incredible actor. Oh yeah, that scene in the in the first uh, was it the first episode of the first season, but where he it just shows him it does like a little montage and then he's just like bawling his eyes out. Yeah, like huddled in a corner, and I was like, that was like the best acting I've ever seen. It's like almost like a throwaway. It's like yeah. it's such a little little small tidbit, 
but it like hit me really fucking hard. I mean, he just yeah. fucking kills it. And he just does so well with like the like trapped in your own head mm-hmm. kind of character. And like, yeah, he's oh. a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. Absolutely deserves this award. Fuck Kevin Spacey. Um, <laughs> I, I love House of Cards. Frank Underwood is a great character. Kevin sure. Spacey's a phenomenal actor. But like Rami deserved this for sure. No, I, I absolutely agree. So I, yeah, I was I was happy to see it. You know, most of the other shit that went down at the Emmys, I didn't give a fuck about. Right. Um, I was really happy to see that Kate McKinnon won. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, and um, Tatiana Maslany right. from um, uh, Orphan Black. Yeah, that was great. All three of those, fucking super stoked that they won. Oh yeah. The rest of it, I'm like the Emmys. Uh, yeah. At, at this point in my life, I don't even know that the Emmys are happening until it starts trending on Facebook <laughs> the next day. That's not about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I'm like on Facebook and I see like Rami Malek is trending and I'm like, oh, cool. Why? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's really cool. Uh, there, there were several. I mean, Game of Thrones won a whole mess of shit. Yeah. They like, like broke a record. Yeah. For yeah. The they, most they have Emmys the most. ever won. Which, I mean, to be fair, that, that fucking episode was goddamn incredible. It was the episode that we knew. Like, yeah, when, yeah. when we saw that episode, it was like, okay, well, this is winning all of the awards. Yeah. Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. I mean, it was absolutely, it was like a movie. Yeah. But yeah. It, it was, like, really it was cool. like better than a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like everyone that before the Emmys last night, we, uh, Taylor and I were reading like who was up for it. And it was cool because it was like the three that she really, really wanted, Kate McKinnon, uh, Rami, and then Tatiana. Uh, and so those were like the three that Taylor really, really wanted to win and all three won. So, That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And she was <laughs> mega, I, like, I've never seen someone that goddamn excited about anything. And I was, and and you heard me on the last episode when I was talking about the superhero women. Yeah. You know, we get fired up about shit on this podcast. Yeah. So super mega fucking cool. I'm glad he won. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm glad uh, of the ones that I read about. Like, I, I was really pumped up about a lot of those that, and yeah, that's really cool. And it's and it's cool to see. I can't believe that it's 18 years since since a non-white person has won for this category. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Pretty um, fucking crazy. But yeah, so ultimately what this all boils down to is if you're not watching Mr. Robot, please do. Like yeah. this isn't one of those things. I'm not going to do a bit and be like fucking watch it or like right. drop what you're doing. Like genuinely, it's a good show and you should just watch Mr. Robot. Yeah. It's 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 good across the board for a, a variety of reasons. The characters are phenomenal. The plot is actually really good. Like the the dialogue is incredible. Yeah. But uh, it's it's got funny moments. It's yeah. got like incredibly suspenseful moments. It has very dramatic moments. I mean, it's just got kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. And Christian Slater. <laughs> yeah, he is in it. So zippity doodon over to science. Just so you know, I go out of my way to make goofy intros just to fucking crack Garrett up because it entertains me. Yeah, we don't go. We, we don't prepare these beforehand. These no, are- yeah, that popped into my head fucking three and a half seconds ago. <laughs> Literally, I was like taking my my breath in to start, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna say zippity doodah." <laughs> so anyway, zippity doodah on over to science. Uh, I wanted to talk about a cool thing. Um, so this isn't like necessarily proof of a cure or, or even like evidence of a cure at this point. Right. It's just very cool uh, in progress of this of this study. So some doctors injected stem cells into the brain of a human Parkinson's patient. Right. Now again, this just happened. They just did the procedure, so we mm-hmm. don't we haven't seen any results. Sure. But I'm a huge huge proponent of stem cells. Sure. And I you know I know it's controversial. Because of whatever reason, people... Anyway, I'm not going to get into the politics of it, because I will get fucking level yeah, we 12 heated up. up. We've, okay. had, we've had a couple stem cell conversations. Yeah, yeah, one or two. Um, but basically, yeah, so these doctors uh, from the Royal, Royal Melbourne Hospital in Australia, 
Um, they have a 64 year old Parkinson's patient and they injected stem cells into 14 different sites, uh, in his brain. And another cool part of this is some of the other technology that we've kind of mentioned. Uh, they actually practiced on a 3d model, Mm -hmm. like a shitload of times before actually undertaking the procedure, which is cool. Yeah. But apparently they did this, they've done these tests on a whole lot of animals. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they got approval to, to go to human trials. Right. Uh, so the coolest part about it is typically, like I said, you know, there's controversy surrounding Mm -hmm. stem cells for whatever reason with embryonic stem cells, but this specifically, they used stem cells that were created using neural cells in a lab. Uh, so basically they used an unfertilized egg activated in a lab to to grow these stem cells. That's awesome. So for those, you know, people out there who think stem cells are the devil's work, uh, (laughs) When they fucking keep like make you immortal right, and right. like cancer proof and like neurological disease proof in mm-hmm. you know a hundred years, right. you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, uh, can I just start drinking them? I don't like wait, like yeah. when when can they? I guess now that they they're basically cloning them. Uh, yeah, it's like man, when can you just start like shooting them into me and uh, it just gives me powers? Yeah, I'm pumped. I was ready to go with the embryonic version. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it in my, I got a, I got a knee problem. Just squirt some in there. Yeah. I'm fat. Can it help me with that? I don't even know. Can it make my, going to make my beard bigger. Can I just bathe in it? Uh, but now there's no ethical conundrum for those who right. had an ethical conundrum uh, to begin with. Yeah. But I mean, I'll joking aside, like stem cells are fucking miracle cure for a lot of diseases. And yeah. it's the shit hasn't been researched because people have been stopping it and yeah. naysaying. And it's fucking ignorant. Yeah, for like no reason. It's completely fucking asinine that yeah. we don't already just have this. Mm. Like, there's a timeline where we just have stem cell pills in our fucking cabinet, and when we get burned, we just take a couple, and our right. arm, our arm grows back. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Alternate timeline me has all the good shit. <laughs> all of it. Yeah, all of it. The yeah. fucking cheese core burritos at Taco Bell are a regular <laughs> menu item in the alternate timeline. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, in video games, we have a cool new thing. It's like the gift that keeps on giving, GTA V. How many fucking updates has this game had? It's incredible. Yeah. They're like probably halfway, we don't know yet, but they're probably like halfway done with GTA VI, and they're still dropping fucking dope-ass shit. Huge content updates. Like, yeah. it's, they basically added like four whole No Man's Skies to GTA V <laughs> since it's been out. And it's really cool because... It, like it's like they've they've added like whole other games. Yeah. Basically, at this point, GTA Five is like a racing sim slash like fight game slash like shooter slash golf game slash yoga game slash like swim game. It's just everything. Yeah. Bike game. Everything. And this is all. This is all like an MMO. Yeah. And this is like, all in GTA Online. Yeah. This is nuts. Uh, yeah. You can fully like. Oh, me and my buddy are gonna go like play 18, 18 holes of golf. In fucking GTA Five, yeah. with like full full mechanics and everything. Yeah, that's awesome. What the fuck? So anyway, they announced. I think it's today or yesterday. They announced that they're doing another one that's going to be all about like bikers. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be releasing, and it, again, just like Danny just said, like it's all multiplayer. And I mean, obviously, it's going to have single player stuff too. But yeah, like it's it's just like create a biker gang club with your friends and do cool biker stuff. Yeah. But like with all sorts of shit. So obviously like you can name it and everything and great like patches mm-hmm. and like have like, it's like create a motorcycle club, 
Yeah, from the you know, ground how, up. You have like your fucking like your your clubhouse and yeah. like have yeah. have ranks within it. You can climb the ranks. Mm-hmm. You, you you can you can do the politics if you want. But yeah, and then they're also saying like it's gonna have like custom bikes, mm-hmm. so you can you're just gonna be able to like build whatever fucking kind of like choppers you want, which mm-hmm. is fucking dope. Uh, it even said like you're gonna be able to run CD businesses, which is basically my favorite part of Vice City, mm-hmm. and I, it was always like my favorite thing of the GTA games when they have it. Mm-hmm. It's so cool to like, oh, I bought an ice cream shop, but we sell drugs, yep. and like or like whatever. That's always so cool to me, and it was always like really, really cool in the GTA games, like buying the businesses, buying the properties. So this is adding new new layers to that, which is fucking dope. It's uh, gonna have like full new missions and game modes, and then yeah, like all of this is in like real time multiplayer. Mm-hmm. It's fucking incredible, and it's all fucking free. Yeah, every single update to GTA Five since it came out has just been free content. Yeah, and like not even like maybe like a month ago they came out with a huge update to GTA Online where they added in like these ridiculous like fucking like city skyscraper like Hot Wheels fucking racetracks. Oh really? Yeah. Did you not see any of that uh-uh. shit? Yeah. So it, it's now like, with like ramps and shit. Yeah, like ramps and like big like neon tubes with what? like like moving parts and spinny things just like flying up through the skyscrapers and like around the city. Oh, you're just like Jesus. racing people up through the sky on like what? these ridiculous like Hot Wheels tracks with like it's like a fucking uh, extreme elimination challenge in a Hot Wheels track had a kid and you're Whoa. just like fucking in hot rods just like racing through this shit like around <laughs> like skyscrapers. That's it's ridiculous. Incredible. But but you I bet you can build them. Oh what? Yeah, you can just build a racetrack Jesus. and then be like, all right, homies, let's hop on and fucking go. Oh my god, yeah. I, I feel like working at Rockstar as a game game designer, game developer would be like the best job. Yeah, it's probably a fucking party. Yeah, they are just hanging out. They're like, what other wonky ass shit can we have? And they're like, oh, you know what? Like, let's do this. Let's do Hot Wheels. Yeah, and, and what's, GTA what's wild is when all these rumors started about them potentially having a U.S. sized map in sure. GTA Six. Mm-hmm. It seemed absurd. But now just knowing the amount of content they can just fucking crank out, right? it doesn't seem far-fetched at all. No, not at all. No, not at all. And especially when, like, if, you know, if they did, like, something like a lot of the wilderness areas or rural, rural areas, mm-hmm. if they did something more along the lines of, like, procedural for those, and then just focused on, like, the cities in the intricate detail, I feel like it wouldn't be that hard for them at all. Right. It's just like, let's just shit out, like, multiple cities and then put a bunch of fucking rural land in, in betwixt. Right. And you can just go fuck shit up there. That would be incredible. And if anyone could pull that off, it's Rockstar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking jazz hands about this. I, I, I feel like going and picking up a new copy. Yeah, I, um, I can't remember if I still own it or not. See, I borrowed it. I borrowed it from Scott. I think maybe when the HD re-release came out, I might have bought it digitally. Oh, okay. That's I can't cool. I can't remember. But yeah, I, I definitely am curious about GTA Online just because it has so much content. Yeah, yeah. And I, had, I I never got to play it because they were still testing out the online content when I when I played the game. Right, right, right. Uh I love I love GTA five. I played through the story twice. Yeah, me too. So yeah, I um I really <laughs> the way you just I played through the story twice. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's gonna be it's this is gonna be cool. It, it cool enough that I'm literally thinking about going and buying it again. Yeah, I, I never I'm, bought it the first time, but I'm I'm hugely interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like you obviously aren't even you don't even know about all the fucking content. <laughs> oh, and you yeah. should you should look it up. Yeah, that's awesome. Anyone listening, if you're if you're interested in in Grand Theft Auto Online at all, you should look up 
all of the content that they've released online yeah since the game came out it's absurd that's awesome it's like it's like the biggest game at this point it's ridiculous yeah it's i mean i mean just the fact that like they've put so many different game modes within it that like you can just like go swim and it, it if you watch people doing that at this point like it just looks like it's one of those games like endless ocean like it mm-hmm. just looks like it would be like a swim swimming like scuba sim yeah but like then you can just hop out of the water jump into a car drive that around and it's just like like a racing sim yep and then rob a bank yeah like it's just so many different games all in yeah, one they got fucking heists and shit yeah now. but but it's all perfectly done to where like nothing feels like weird mm-hmm. even even in gta 5 in the story mode when you have to do the yoga it didn't feel weird right. and you're fucking doing yoga in a gta game and it didn't feel weird yeah that's awesome like that's incredible but like their story is awesome like gta 5 was an incredible game i would say one of one of my favorite games easily mm-hmm. that i've ever played easily top 10 possibly top five i normally don't think about it when i think about like top five but now that i'm thinking about it like gta 5 storyline is probably in there yeah. It's incredible. It's goddamn phenomenal. Yes, I can't wait to see. I mean, that they're keeping it under under lock and key, but obviously they're working on one, and it's not like they're not going to be working on another GTA game. Yeah. The so, question is, are they working on GTA Six or are they working on Red Dead Three? Hopefully both. Both. Yeah. Maybe Bully Two. Say I won't, dude. I fucking take a Bully Two. Oh yeah. I swear to Fuck God. Yeah. I, yeah, that game was rad. Um, I mean, just 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 about any any GTA game. I would actually love to see them do a new IP. I think that I would be rad. Yeah, like if they just if they just came out with something wild and crazy, like a, a huge departure, I'd be really into that. Yeah, I'm excited. Like, um, so we have CD Projekt Red, which made the Witcher games. They mm-hmm. have Cyberpunk 2077 as their new IP. Um, I'm very curious about what Rocksteady is doing. The people who made all the Arkham games. Oh, are they working on something new? Yeah, they're not doing another Arkham game, so they're just going to drop something on our domes. They're going to be like, oh, here's oh. the fucking Glim Shoes game. You're all dead now. <laughs> uh, and it's the same thing with Rockstar. Like, fucking right. let me have it. Just yeah. hit me with your best shot. Yeah. Fire away. Yeah. I'm going to shit. I, I, I have faith in any of those studios to do a good job. Oh, yeah. Honestly, at this point, like, I, I want to go back and actually play The Witcher. Like it, like I have it and it's just such an enormous under, it feels like such an enormous undertaking to play it. But when I did play it, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was incredible. So I, I like, I, I keep like thinking like maybe now their fucking standalone Gwent game is coming out soon too. Yeah. Yeah. And the Gwent was fucking dope. Yeah, dude. It's fucking awesome. So, uh, moving on over to movie films, uh, theater time. Uh, something that I want to talk about, which I think I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm just not, I don't, I mean, I'm skeptical, but so Todd McFarlane did an interview actually on geeking out that, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Smith show that oh, I okay. told you about, uh, where he said that he is in the process of working on a new spawn movie. Okay. Um, it's going to have nothing to do with the original. It's not going to be like a sequel or right. a continuation or anything. It's going to be a full hundred percent reboot, rebooted story. Um, but he has gone really out of his way to be like, I want this to be like a genuine, like dark, scary, gory, R-rated movie and not okay. just like a campy, right. ridiculous movie like the first one. Right. He said, and I don't really understand the quote. Mm-hmm. He said, you're never going to see a guy in a rubber suit. This is going to be my Jaws shark. And what I think he meant was that at the time, the Jaws shark was incredibly realistic and scary. Mm-hmm. And that the new Spawn will be the equivalent of that. 
but the the context of saying you're never going to see a guy in a rubber suit, this is going to be my Jaws shark, fucking is weird to say. Yeah, what, what does that mean? I don't understand. And, and I think it's what I said. I think what he's saying is because at the time the Jaws shark was like hugely, like special effects wise, was like, that's a real sure, shark. Sure. This is a real shark. But I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. So yeah, he said he's he's got a dark R-rated, scary, badass sort of script. It's about like 180 pages long right now, the script. Mm-hmm. And the studio wants him to pare it down to 120 so it's obviously going to have a lot of editing to, to be done to it. Okay. But I just like, mm, mm, the, the landscape for comic book movies is fucking fierce right now. Right. The competition is hot and zesty. Yeah. The critics are ready to just fucking obliterate anybody and like spawn. (laughs) I just don't know in this day and age, you know what I mean? Like people even give a fuck about spawn anymore. I was about to say spawn was a very 90, it was a very, very much so a product of the nineties. Yeah. Um, I loved Spawn as a kid, but I don't even know. I haven't I haven't sat down and read a Spawn comic in an incredibly long time. Right. I Is Spawn still running the comic? I have no idea. That'd be interesting. I'll have to Google that afterwards. But I mean I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, it, it could be cool. Kind of in, in the same boat as me, like yeah. just real skeptical. Honestly, I, if anything, I wish that they would just do a fucking video game, like a really well done. That that Spawn video game with, for the Super Nintendo was dope. Right. Hey, Rocksteady, you done with the <laughs> Arkham games? Dude, a Spawn, like... Arkham engine Ar- game? Oh my God. Flipping and spinning, jumping. Hitting people with a chain and fucking reapering around. Oh God. Yeah, dude, that would be fucking dope. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so hard to do because Spawn, Spawn was so over the top. The comic was so fucking over the top. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing as like the rumored, like Mortal Kombat reboot movie. Sure. Yeah. Like in my heart, I'm like, yeah, new Mortal Kombat, (laughs) new Spawn movie. But in my like intelligent adult brain who knows, (laughs) who understands the, you know, the film industry and the climate, the cultural climate and, uh, you know, that we live in right now. Right. I'm like. Would a Mortal, Mortal Kombat movie be fucking horrible? Right, right. Can you possibly make a rebooted Mortal Kombat movie that's successful in 2016, 17, 18? Right, right. Same thing with Spawn. Like, yeah. Is it actually possible to make that movie good in this day and age and still have it even be recognizable as the sure. first material? Sure, yeah. That's a tough question, man. And, like, yeah, it's one of those also that's like, can you do this movie where it's not just... The people that already love Spawn like it. Right, exactly. That seems like... And man, just even like... Even him talking about his like like dark, gory, R-rated script just makes me scared. You're right, right, right. Because it almost sounds like a B movie. Yeah, it already it, it already just off to not a good start. Yeah, it just it just sounds like you took a B movie and then gave it a huge budget. McFarlane's net not the best writer in the world. No, no, not at all. And uh, and he comes up with cool stuff, but it's all of a certain flavor. Yeah, and I don't know. Again, it's it's nineties. It's, it's very like gory for gory's sake, and like. Ooh, this is this is nasty yeah. and, and like gritty. What the fuck is John Leguizamo up to these days? <laughs> yeah. Is he gonna return I hope to not. play the violator? I feel like that was like the worst part of that movie was him just being like The fuck you. The worst part of that movie was the ridiculous CGI hell scene 
with like Melbogia where like the his camera like pans down and there's all those like spawn men like standing on like the cliffs like fucking oh. like waving their arms in pain with the fucking absurd 90s CGI. <laughs> that was the worst fucking part of that movie. Also, the rest of the movie. I'm- about to say it i was about to be like well it's just at this point we're splitting hairs because that whole movie was a hot hot pile of trash yeah although when i was like 12 12 or 13 when that movie came out i loved it yeah i was like oh this is like the coolest movie then i watched it again in high school and i was like oh this movie is bad this movie is really bad yeah fucking uh michael jai white who played spawn in that movie that shit basically fucking completely like cornholed his career did it yeah like he's done pretty much nothing but b movies ever since that Damn. and that was like at the time intended to sort of be like a big triple a blockbuster right. movie right and he basically hasn't done shit since then i love him he's great yeah um but yeah i feel like that put him in a box damn that sucks i didn't realize that but yeah he, um, he was awesome as jacks in the mortal Kombat <laughs> internet series from a few years ago right, right. but yeah um yeah, spawns just it's spawns its own thing, uh, and I don't I don't yeah I don't I I just don't know I would maybe they can pull it off but I would I'm I'm really interested to see what he would be trying to do with it where it wouldn't just be like corny as fuck I just don't know I mean hopefully you know we'll get a trailer here in about two years <laughs> <laughs> right yeah it's just it's also one of those things that like that that trope of like heaven versus hell but like on a you know personal level instead of it being like a huge grand scale yeah like that that's become much more prevalent we've had preacher since the last one movie came out you better <laughs> right. fucking get your shit together <laughs> right so it's like I, I feel like when when spawn debuted that was like that was really like pushing the envelope whereas it's not now like not at all and so yeah i don't know i it's just again i feel like todd mcfarlane couldn't like i don't think that he it's possible for him to do it without him trying to push the envelope yeah and that's the thing he said like it's going to be way scarier and gorier than the original one exactly and like i feel like that's not a good thing for todd mcfarlane to try to do no because leave that shit to like rob zombie right right exactly that's like Liefeld trying to draw legs like (laughs) (laughs) topical but yeah it's just like i i get i get where he's coming from and it does work for a a very niche audience i don't think that he's going to be able to do that in like a triple a blockbuster movie and like appeal to i feel like it's going to be just a fucking shit pile yeah (laughs) this conversation like really like made me make up my mind that it's going to be fucking horrible yeah again i think that it would be possible for him to pull it off in a video game setting right where it's a little more forgiving about being just like dark and gritty and nasty right you can kind of get away with that a lot more and it doesn't require like an enormous budget and you don't have to appeal to such a wide swath of people yeah he should make a comic book yeah rebooting a comic book would would maybe work for him but yeah making a video game i I think that i could really get behind todd mcfarlane doing like a video game yeah same i'm telling you rocksteady hit him up yeah make a fucking arkham spawn that'd be the dopest that would be that would absolutely be incredible you know what would be really cool bringing it all back 
if they did that, but with that fucking nemesis system. The nemesis system from Mad Max, yeah. the most underrated game of 2015. Fuck all of you. <laughs> if they did if they did the Shadow of Mordor fucking nemesis system with Spawn, where he was like getting to like but if they incorporated it with like street gangs or, <sighs> but also so mercenaries, but also like angels, but also like lieutenants of hell all in one and did just separate trees for each one, I would lose my fucking mind. This is a tangent that we don't really have time for, but I'm going to just dip my fucking tip into it. (laughs) (laughs) A a lot, you know, some listeners may have heard me rant about this in real life a few times, but so shadow of Mordor had this incredible nemesis system where villains, just regular mobs. If they killed you, they would then become like named ranked like bosses within the game. That mm-hmm. would then have like vendettas against you and their own little interpersonal conflicts with the other like higher up dudes, and they'd kill each other and like move up in ranks and become more powerful and like get scarred up and shit. Mad Max came out a year later. Right. It's the same fucking studio, the exact same engine. It's basically the same goddamn game, but with a fucking car. Right. And it didn't have the Nemesis system. And it makes no sense because yeah. that fucking system makes more sense in Mad Max yeah. than it does in Lord of the Rings. It absolutely does. So that's why I said that I'm salty about it forever. Yeah. It makes no sense. So whenever Mad Max 2 inevitably comes out with an Nemesis system, you guys can all thank me for that. Yeah. It's not going to happen. My life's horrible. <laughs> In the other timeline, they've got the Nemesis system. Oh, Mad yeah. Max. And Spawn. God damn it. Yeah, it, it really was like the coolest system. It took like, I mean, I liked Shadow of Mordor, but Shadow of Mordor without the Nemesis system would have been just like Joe Schmo the game. It would have just like, been like Sword Batman. Right. Yeah. But with the Nemesis system, that game was goddamn incredible. And then, yeah, like it's absolutely, Danny's absolutely right. Another game, very similar with the exact same engine, with the exact same studio making it, could have just thrown the Nemesis system in there. And the setting makes more sense. Yeah. Having, ha- like, literally in Mad Max the game, which is an incredible game, by the way, if, if you didn't check it out. Uh, the whole point is that there's these different gangs mm-hmm. and they, you're just going and like taking them, not taking them over per se, but dismantling them. And then it would have made absolute 110% per- perfect sense for them to have the nemesis system and have lieutenants and captains and, and fucking sergeants and then like have to have to like take the ranks out and everything. Absolutely. And I'll leave you with this. The ultimate proof that it would have made sense is. In our game of Shadow Mortar that we played, there was a randomly generated character, an, an orc, whose name was Ass Douche. Ass Douche, yeah. And that is a Mad Max character name, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> it's true. Stank gum, fucking like, what was it? Like, r- rip guts or something? There, there was a, there was some, there was like taint sweat. Yeah. Yeah. All, all their names are just like fucking like ball funk and like, <laughs> Like fucking whole whole meat, and and there was literally a fucking orakai in in Shadow Mortar whose name was Oz Douche, and they would like chant it Oz Douche Oz Douche. That is just a Mad Max character name. Yeah. Anyway. Uh yeah. See y'all next week.
Data transfer complete. Program terminated.